Welcome back to the Talking Sportsbooks podcast as we continue our look back at some of the best stories and quotes from the books that we've covered in the first 50 editions of the show. Now, today's extract is from Mark Bright's biography, which was released a couple of years ago. It's still available. And here, Mark is remembering the very early days of his professional career when he was at Port Vale. There's the day that he thought that, you know what, I really don't think I'm going to make it as a pro before he was put on the right track by the legendary John Rudge. And there was the untold joy at finding out that his first professional contract, which sat on a desk in front of him, was actually going to pay him less money than he was on in the factory job that he had at the time. Now, you can listen to the whole feature with Mark, and it is a great story, by the way, by going to the website, www.talkingsportsbooks.com, head to the podcast homepage, and you will find it there. And the book, as we said, is still available, and it's a great story. So here he is then, Mark, talking about those early, very memorable days. one particular game though that you played which left you so totally disheartened from what I can gather from it that yeah, you d- yeah. you thought I, I can't do this I'm going to give it up it was yeah. against Bradford City uh, and you were up against Bradford Roy McFarland the Central League as a, a player called Roy McFarland and Roy McFarland had played for Derby captain Derby to the Championship in what is now the Premier League he would captain England He's about, he was about 35, 36 years of age and I was like 19 sort of like 19-ish, something like that. And I saw his name on the team sheet and obviously I was very aware of him and I thought, right, this is going to be a really good test for me. The manager, the, the John Rudge went up to watch the game as well and he said to me, you know, be a good test for you tonight, Brighty. You know, this is a very experienced player. And I thought, he's 35, 36, he won't want to run around. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run him in channels. I'm just going to make runs for the sake of it. And then I'm going to, you know, try and tire him out. And, and he was just one step ahead in everything that I did. I came off the pitch. We 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 got we got, we got the the debrief. We had a shower. I was a bit down. I got on the coach to come back, and I was just sitting on my own. And then I just went to see John Rudge, who was sitting down the front. And I said, "You know what, John? I'm not sure I've got what it takes. If Roy McFarlane can mark me out the game, and he's 36 and I'm and I'm 19, I'm I don't think I've got I don't think I've got what it takes." At the end of the game, Roy McFarlane said to me. If a, if a, if I came short, he was he was next to me, poked the ball away. If I ran in the channel, he bumped me and stopped me getting up to speed. He and he anticipated everything. He jumped early. He was beating me. In the, he did everything to me. He marked me out the game. Yeah, I he, I was in his pocket. That's what the kids are saying now. So at the end of the game, he he, he came up to me. I tried everything. I, I tried everything, and at the end, he came up to me. Goes well done. You stuck at it. Well done. You know, good good luck. See you later. And shook my hand, and I thought. Wow, kind of like it, that's a bit patronising. And then John Rudge said to me, Mark, Roy McFarlane's played for England. He's captain Derby County to the Championship. Roy McFarlane's one of the greatest defenders this country's seen. He's marked better people than you out of the game. Don't worry about it. That's part of your progress, mate. It's part of your learning. And I came home and I told my brother, and my brother virtually said the same thing. You can't judge yourself on one person. And especially as like he was such a great as well. But I did. I just thought, right, if I'm judging myself against the... The best, this guy's been the best, but he's on his way down. I should be able to get the better of him, and I couldn't. And it was one of those moments in everybody's career, you'll all have them, we'll all have them, where you doubt yourself. 
Now, that deal that you got offered, you'd, you'd done your apprenticeship, you'd passed it, you're looking forward to the season. How much of a knockback was it to go into the office, sit down, see them produce you a, a contract, and it was worth less than you were on when you were working in the factory? <laughs> Tim, John McGraw was a brilliant character. The, the younger people won't know, but, you know, he was a tough centre-half for Southampton, I think, in Newcastle. And um, he said to he said to me, they only got past me once, Bray. I used to put him in the stand. I mean, <laughs> he said he said his wife came to watch him play once, and she said, "You don't dribble like Georgie Best." <laughs> he, he was such a good coach. So he said to me, he, he he put his hand on top of the contract, and he looked at me, and said, "Son, I don't I don't sign bad players. In three years, I expect you to be in the Premier League." So he said Division One because that's what it was. But that was what he was saying to me. In three years, you'll be. In, I expect you to be in the Premier League. And he moved his hand off the contract and turned it. He goes, sign that at the bottom, son. And I just I looked at it with the pen in my hand and I went, oh, gaffer. I mean, like I'm earning. I'm earning more than that now. You said that, son. Put your pen. Put that pen to paper. I think was it ninety pounds? Was it eighty pounds or ninety? And at ninety pounds. And then he said, I'll tell you what I'll do. If I sell a player. Before Christmas, I'll give you another ten pound. But it still it still left me like forty pounds short from where what I was earning at the hydraulics factory. And he, he virtually said to me, "If you trust me, sign it. You know, or if you want to, if you want to be a professional, you've got to sign it." So I kind of had to sign it. I just had to sign. There was no agents. There was none of that. So I had to sign it. Then I went and told my brother that I'd taken a pay cut to be a professional footballer, and my brother had to support because we split everything. We split the rent the food, you know, anything we had to buy for the flat, uh, the Calagas, you know, bottle that we had to keep replacing. So my brother had to virtually do like a, a 70-30 and support me, you know, because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really afford anything. And and, and he said, I believe in you. I, you can do it. I know you can do it. So so he subsidised me, really. Um, he, didn't he come yeah, out so with I, the, the the classic coach quote? using his position of power and influence. Son, this isn't about money, it's about opportunity. <laughs> well, no, yeah, because obviously you talk about money, Tom, you go, Gaffer, but I'm earning more than that at the electronics factory. So he goes, son, son, listen, look at me, right? Do you trust me? This isn't about money. This is about opportunity. <laughs> this is about you playing professional football for a living. You know, this is about what I, I'm, I'm saying to you. I believe in you, right? And I'm saying in three years' time, you won't be worried about money. You'll be in the, you'll be in the, the top flight. So you kind of get, you kind of get swayed, and you know, you're thinking, right, I've got, I've got, I've, I've, I trust him, but so much can go wrong. But the way he's saying it to me, he expects me to get to the top in three years. So I thought, right, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. So then, when, when you tell your mates like they went, yeah, but he's got to pay you more than that. <laughs> And I said, oh, do you know what? I, I, my brother said he'll support me a little bit. So, I, I, you know, I mean, I, I live walking distance from the training, from the from the ground. So I used to walk there in 10, 15 minutes. So I didn't need a car or anything. I would be the first one in, get changed, go into the gym in the morning, like say, because I was used to being at work at six. So I'd wake up really early. And when I'd get there, there was hardly anybody there. So I used to get some kit, go around into the gym and do some heading, heading off the wall, some volume, some left foot, some right foot you know, some turning and shooting. And then I come back about, say, nine o'clock or something. Everyone go, 
look at me, I'd be soaking. I'd go, where have you been? I've been in the gym. What for? I don't know. I just I got up early, so right, take your, you, you, right, stop. You know, take your time. You, you, you've got trains now. I have to go and get changed, put some fresh kit on. But John Rudge loved it. He loved it because you know it showed that I was willing to um, to put myself out and, and and be first and be first in the running. You know? Rudge took over as well because yeah, yeah. John McGraw got the sack, so John took over. So um, you know, and then I, I had to. I think I had to get ten goals to get a thousand pound bonus. And you and had think, four. Um, yeah, and then I, I just had this unbelievable run at the end of the season. That was four and, in um, April, by the way. But so yeah. you've got six was, in the but, remainder yeah. of the season. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't. I think it might have been seven or eight games. And I think Lincoln was the one where I scored away from home. Eamon O'Keefe came off. I think he was injured, and um, and he he knew he knew I was on a goal bonus, and he he came off. And as I was coming in, he goes, go on, mate, get yourself a couple of goals. You're always very entertaining and very eloquent. Mark Bright talking about his biography. The full episode is available on the website or on any streaming platform. That is it. I'll be back with more of the very best of Talking Sportsbooks soon. And look out for the first brand new programme for 2024. It is coming next week. Until then, from me, Tim Cable. Bye-bye for now.